So, are you asking yourself, is business ownership right for me? Well, if you think that the grass is greener on the other side, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Ready to level up your business and boost your confidence? Just starting a business and overwhelmed with where to start? Don't worry. LaToya's got you covered. Welcome to the Birthin' Big Business Podcast, where budding female entrepreneurs ignite their purpose in the marketplace. Meet your host, LaToya Morris. She's every CEO's secret weapon and every business owner's triple threat. She trains, coaches, and creates strategies by pushing marketing ideas into business money-making solutions. Now, let's push through the marketplace and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. Welcome, this is LaToya, and thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Um, I'm so grateful to share this experience with you guys. This is definitely an experience for me, because I finally got a podcast going. But anyway, um, quick tidbit, side note, rule, I very rarely edit. I want to really be candid with you. And just act like we're on the phone and I'm just talking to you, okay? Just just, just do your thing and act like we're sisters and I'm talking to you for real. So, you know, I see on social media so many people glamorizing entrepreneurship. Like everybody wants to be a business owner. You have to be a business owner. You need to be one right now. Why aren't you a business owner? Join this class to be a business owner. Sign up today. You see um, women sitting at tables and I saw somebody like they, they were putting in their credit cards and they have to draw one of the credit cards. And that's the person that pays for everybody's meal because it's so glamorous to be an entrepreneur and we're going on jets and we're taking these fancy trips and that's great, but that's not reality. And if you focus on social media too long, you'll begin to covet that. And then you'll have people that will go into it thinking that the grass is greener on the other side and fall victim to something that they didn't even know or didn't even see coming. There's a story. I'm going to paraphrase this in the Bible. Um, and a lot of you know about this story and it's involving two individuals and two sides, Adam and Lot. And long story short, they were growing in number um, and it, it was just, they, they, all, they couldn't stay on the same land that, that, you know, it was just too much tension. And so Abraham tells Lot, look, you can choose whatever, wherever you want to live, like wherever you want you and your people and your family to go, you get the first pick. And Lot chose the green grass and this, you know, it just looked beautiful. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go and rock it with Sodom and Gomorrah. And we all know what happened there. So just because you see something on the other side does not necessarily mean it's better. And my personal opinion, I don't feel that everyone should have their own business. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. If that's the case, then, you know, you're saying that everyone is a business owner. So we wouldn't have doctors. We wouldn't have um, teachers. We wouldn't have uh, people working in the pharmacy. 
Not everyone is called to have a business or a private practice, aka a business. I just personally don't believe that. I do believe that everyone should have extra streams of income, passive streams of income. I do believe that. But I'm going to share with you just a few ways in which you can actually obtain that. So I wanted to kind of contrast the pros and the cons for having a business. I just wanted to share a few. These are just some some random ones that I, you know, I thought off the top of my head that I've seen when, you know, for me working with so many business owners, um, especially during the pandemic, I got to see a lot. And so I might refer back to that, but, um, you know, it's just fresh on my mind. So, you know, bear with me, but a good pro, not a good pro, a pro rather is you have unlimited earning potential. Like you get to say how much you're worth and people pay you for it. And I never question how much people charge. If you, you shouldn't do that. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Never question how much people charge, especially a service-based business, because they put their time in helping you and they'll never be able to get that time back. So you have unlimited earning potential. Whereas when you're working in nine to five, you don't have th- that potential. I don't care how much money you, w- you make. Someone's telling you how much they're going to pay you and how much they think you're worth. And there's nothing wrong with that if you feel like that works for you. But as an entrepreneur, you're probably like, that just doesn't sit well with you. And it, it didn't sit well with me. It's never sat well with me. Um, and so that's that's a beautiful thing. But there's a con to that. And the con is, and this is what they don't tell you, there are dry seasons. You have your peaks, you have your valleys. You're, you're going to have, you know, a lot of clients coming in and then it's going to feel like a drought. You're going to have people that pay you on time and then you're going to have to have people that you're going to have to hunt down for your money. I don't care how many systems you have in place. And so it's important to understand that it's also important to understand that as a startup business, sometimes you may have low to no capital and you might have to bootstrap. Bootstrap is basically, you know, using your money, borrowing money. I I wouldn't recommend that, but, you know, bootstrapping. I worked with so many business owners and in that I also helped them get funding for their small business or their startup business. And the majority of them got the bare minimum which paid like the, the amount that they got approved for, for their loan was going to be gone in a week. And I would tell them that this is, this is, this amount is going to be gone in a week. It's not going to help you go to the next level unless you, you have a game plan. And in that, in total, I was able to fund a, a half a million dollars to small businesses. So I know firsthand the struggles it is to start a business. And people will tell you, especially on social media, these are ways that you can get funding. Okay, it's not, it's not that easy. And so um, there's, I'm not, I don't want to discourage anyone, but I want you to be realistic. If you're getting into this business game, it's not even a game. This is reality. This is your livelihood. And you want to make sure that you cross the T's and you dot the I's. You know? So the next pro is you get to work on your own time. You get to set your own schedule. 
You get to pick who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. But there's a con to that. Because you don't want to be all over the place. So if you're not organized and you need someone to manage you, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you need someone to manage you, not micromanage you, but if you need someone to manage you, you're going to struggle in that area because you have to set your own schedule. You have to tell yourself to get up. You have to set the precedence. You have to have balance and find that momentum when you want to give up. In the beginning, you're going to have long hours. You're going to work long hours in the beginning until you're able to set up a system. So you're going to, and I would recommend having some type of system. What are your systems? Write them down. Write down the system or your processes that your customer experiences, and then write down your systems and processes that you have to do in order to run your business. Or if you get a client, what's the process? It's very important to do that. So that way you'll know what can you automate so that you have the flexibility that you look for. Look, if you can't take off a month or two months without going bankrupt or broke, running your business, then you are actually owning a job. And there's nothing wrong with that when you're starting out, but you don't want to be like five, 10, 20 years in and you're, you can't sleep. You can't take a vacation. You can't enjoy your money. I, you, know, you know how many business owners I've talked to that work seven days a week, nonstop, can't take a day off, making good money, robbing Peter to pay Paul. We don't want to we don't want to live like that. God doesn't want us to live like that. Proverbs 23, 4 talks about do not overwork to be rich. Because of your own understanding, cease. So we want to have balance. We want to have structure. Another pro, you can actually do what you love and what you're called to do. And it won't even feel like work, which is why you have to like manually turn it off by being, you know, having balance and structure. But on the side, but, but on the con to that, Most people that I speak with, at least, they don't even know their purpose. They start businesses because of convenience or because something happened and they thought it was a really good idea. But see, what happens is, is that over time you get burnt out. And if you're not doing what you are called to do, you'll give up quickly. But if you are doing what you're called to do, even when it gets tough and even even when you say, you know what, I got to put it on the shelf because I'm tired, you go back to it. This is why for me, I look at businesses differently when they say they're, this is a side hustle. Because for me, in my opinion, a side hustle does not equate to a business. A side hustle makes me believe that you may not be here tomorrow. I need you to have paperwork, structure, and order so that I can respect you in the marketplace as a business owner. Sidebar. Um, The definition of hustle or one of the definitions of hustle, and I'm not against hustle, but side hustle kind of irks me a little bit. To sell something to or obtain something from someone by energetic and especially underhanded activity. So we're not trying to do no side hustles for like 15 years that that that, you know, if you guys start out that way, cool. But we're not trying to have that mindset The mindset of people that listen to this podcast is the mindset of a billionaire. 
a trendsetter. If you got tr- trillionaire mindset, I'm with you. We are trying we are trying to make an impact and a difference and we are going to do that and we're changing nations as women business owners. So, I bet you're asking yourself, well, you know, how how do I know if I'm called to be a business owner? What should I do? Well, first of all, you must be willing to invest in yourself. I find it really fascinating when people um don't want to pay for services, but they want people to pay for their services. You have to be willing to invest in yourself in order to grow. So if you can't invest in your the betterment of who you are, you're not in the you're you're in the wrong game. You need to go in, into another game. Because as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, and I'm not saying overly spend, I'm not saying like be foolish, but you have to be able to master what you do and who you're called to serve. Meaning your gift, not the person. We don't we don't master people, but your gift. And so you have to be willing to invest in yourself. Because if you won't invest in yourself, don't expect other people to do it for you. You have to be able to have balance. Work-life balance. Find your own rhythm. Look, some people say you got to get up at five o'clock in the morning. That's the only way you're going to make it if you're successful. I beg to differ. You know, some people feel you you got to get up at that, that early to, to match your competitor. But if all of my competitors are up at that time, I don't, I don't know how that's working. I think you should find your rhythm. I'm a night owl. So I work when my competitors are asleep and I'm preparing for the next day. Whatever works for you, just get the hours in. But also be willing to say, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm doing some me time today. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to be in my PJs and, and you know, <laughs> eating some popcorn, whatever. I'm going to spend time with my spouse. If, you, if you're married or whatever, I'm going to spend, if you have children, you know, I'm going to designate a day to spend time with my child. Like have that, that balance. I learned very quickly that I don't care how many hours I put in. I'm still, I still can't make anybody do anything. I can't do, I can't make you purchase anything. And I've lost so much time when I, you know, when I could have had balance and felt better about myself. You also want to be able to reproduce yourself in some way. If you are a business owner, you should be starting right now. You should be thinking about how can I reproduce myself, especially if you are a service-based business, because there's no way you can service a whole lot of people. And it's just you. Remember when I told you about people working seven days a week? That's not you. We're not going to make that happen. So how can you reproduce yourself? What kind of systems can you produce? I actually um, have a program called the Women in Purpose program. And um, my husband is a counselor. And so he had a client that he was working with. And um, he thought it would be good to pair my Women in Purpose program with his um, counseling services for this individual because they had a specific need. And um, I literally did not have to talk to that person at all. I, talk, I, I introduced myself the first time. And then the last session, I just like closed and asked her her opinion. And, you know, that kind of got some feedback. But I did not have to talk to this lady because I had a system that was in place. She literally had access to my um, resources 
and she utilized my resources. I, I have audios already. It was everything was already in place. I didn't have to do anything. You have to be able to reproduce yourself. When I was working, my business still was running. And so I had um, I had hired a, a coach to kind of help me uh, with some things. And I also hired a few other people to help me with some things while I was working. So you have to be able to start developing systems so that you can be more effective and do what God has called you to do. Look, my my thing is this. Solutions never die. Problems do. As long as you have a solution locked inside of you, I don't care what's going on. I don't care if you pivot. I don't care if you put it on the shelf. You're still going to have some income because you have oil. You have oil in you. No matter what. Prime example. Somebody's trying to lose weight. They have a problem. They, they want to lose weight. And so they, they lose weight. And, um, and, they, and, and again, they, they feel they have a problem. So let me say that they, they feel they have a problem. So they want to lose weight. And so say you're a business, um, um, sorry, a fitness coach and they come to you and you help them lose weight. Eventually they'll probably graduate out of the pro, uh, the program. So they no longer have the problem. You can upsell them, but you probably won't be able to get them at that premium package repeatedly. You'll probably get them at a premium package and then you upsell them and then they'll probably have like a membership or something like that. Nonetheless, that main problem goes away. But guess what? Somebody else will come along and replace them and fill that slot. So you see how the problem dies with that individual that you worked with. They no longer have the problem, but you always have the solution. So you're always going to attract, unfortunately, problems because you were called to solve them. So always keep that in mind. You have to be a solution. Side hustles are temporary solutions. But a solution solution that you have inside of you, that's permanent. So again, a solution is permanent. Side hustles are temporary. Anybody will tell you I'm starting a side hustle It's quick. So if you're asking yourself, well, what if owning a business or being an entrepreneur isn't for me? What should I do? Have extra streams of income. I guarantee you a majority of the people that are listening to my voice right now have a book locked inside of them, at least one book locked inside of them. I used to um, have binders that um, that had my material, a tangible uh, material, because I always believe that if you're a service based business, you should have something tangible because people just respond to tangible things a little bit more. So um, I offered this. Uh, exclusively to my coaching clients. And then my mentor suggested, hey, why don't you scale? And and gave me the idea of cre- of turning that binder into a workbook. And so now it's on Amazon and some um, other, uh, it's on my website as well. But the beautiful thing about that is I'll get royalties and I don't even expect it. I'm like, oh, got some royalties. I only had to do it once. My friend my high school friend, she finally had a book. She finally um, did a book, published a book. She actually has two now. I think she's working on another one. Royalties that they never go away. So that's a great idea. Digital products. Say you have a software that you want to produce. 
Say you're a singer and you want to do a couple jingles that people can buy the licensing or licenses for for use. And you can upsell them. They can either have it for personal use or for commercial use. You'll, you'll upsell them. So the sky is the limit. Maybe you want to do some investments. Whatever your thing, you can make extra streams of income, passive income, and you don't have to, you know, uh, work a business. I think that if you're an entrepreneur, you'll know. If you're a business owner, you'll know. Maybe you want to, you know, um, be a silent investor to a, a small business that you believe in. Maybe that's an opportunity for you. Whatever it is, I just want to let you know that you were called for something, but don't let, like, don't fall into the rabbit hole that social media puts on to think that, oh yeah, this is, this is cool. Everybody should do it because I guarantee you when everybody's boasting and doing all that, anytime you're boasting like that, you really, you really don't have it like that. It's the ones who are quiet. They're the one, they're the ones you should be following, you know, for the most part, because they're the ones that are wise enough to know what's it, what to tell people. And then, okay, I'm not telling you that. So I just wanted to leave you with that. I want to leave you with, look, just be encouraged. You were called for something. You have a purpose locked inside of you. The question is, what is it? And if you stay on this journey, this podcast journey with me, I hope and I pray that you'll find that. If you have a business, I know you're going to tap into it if you haven't already. If you're thinking about having a business, at least I hope that this podcast will give you some tips and some suggestions so that you can be better prepared. I tell people, I feel like sometimes I'm an attorney. I call myself the business general. But sometimes I feel like I'm an attorney because people always call me when it's too late, when they like they lost a lot of money or they, they did something wrong and they want me to fix it. I don't want that to be you. So this podcast might be able to be a blessing for you because it'll kind of give you some tips and strategies to prep you or say, hey, I, I don't want to start a business, Latoya. I'm not really feeling that. But maybe you'll think of some better ideas and some better ways to earn some passive income. So I pray that was a blessing. Um, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But hey, you know, I, I did my best. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm glad that you were able to be a part of this experience with me. If you want to contact me, you can contact me at contact at latoyamorris.com or you can contact me at my business at contact at totalimagecg.com. I look forward to talking to you and thank you.